Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events. The list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We're in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em. It is Thursday, July 6th, 2023, and I am so elated to be here with all of you fine folks. Uh, this has been an incredible month to start it off, and uh, thanks for, to everyone for your support. Thanks to everyone for hanging with me. Thanks to everyone for inviting me to your homes and to your cars uh, and to your AirPods. Uh, into your stereo uh, to try and provide you what what I would like to be is the, the highest quality content that we have here in the industry. Mr. Brent McNeil, good morning, sir. Look, once again, it's been a good month, and you know how we're going to do this thing. It's winning words of wisdom, and I think positivity is such a great thing. This uh, This particular message is coming from Jack Canfield. This is what Jack Canfield says. Successful people maintain a positive focus in life no matter what is going on around them. They stay focused on their past successes rather than their past failures and on the next action steps they need to take to get them closer to the fulfillment of their goals rather than all of the other distractions that life presents them. And so I'm telling you guys right now, man, a a positive focus is always going to be good for your lifestyle. It's going to be good for your home. It's going to be good for your environment. It's going to be good for your psyche. It's going to be good for your decision making, especially decision making in this business where we're trying to make decisions to win every day. Positivity is just such a propeller for winning. And so I always want to keep my mind sharp, keep my mind fresh, because I don't want the negative distractions, the tilting, the complaining. I don't want all of that to get me off course. So I'm telling you, continue to focus, continue to grind, and the success will continue to come your way. All right, let's go over our recap. And this has been a really good month so far. Like I said, last month, we had to dig ourselves out of the dirt. But guess what? We dug ourselves out of the dirt. The month before that, had a very good month as well. Let's go over that. So for May, we were 42, 34, and 2. Last month, we were 31, 31, and 2. Came off three sweeps uh, at the end of the month. Not consecutively, but three sweeps over the last in that last week. And starting this month, we were 8 and 2 in July. Yesterday, got the sweep, folks. The sweep came through for us. We had Taiwan Walker, more than four and a half strikeouts. We won that one. We had Mr. Vasquez over in uh, over in New York, less than four and a half strikeouts. We got that one. And then we got Mr. Miller there out in out in uh out in uh, LA. We won it less. 
the 35 and a half fantasy points. And if you heard my analysis on that particular prop, it was pretty much spot on. Everything happened to a T exactly how I thought it was going to happen. Less than 35 and a half fantasy points. And we got the win there. Uh, and look at that. Brent McNeil, PMA, positive mental attitude. I like that, Brent. This is freaking amazing. All right. We're going to hop into the plays. And uh, I am very excited uh, to bring you guys plays yet again. This is I'm just enjoying this show. And so hopefully you guys can continue uh, to hang with me and we can continue to crank out winners. We're going to continue to bring on special guests from the industry uh, and continue to try to get these guys in here to share their insight as well. This is a show for the people. Yes, I'm on the show, but this isn't, this isn't my show. This show belongs to you guys. If there's something you want on the show, shoot me a message, shoot me a ping, and I'll see what we can do to make that happen for you. Don't forget, hit that like and subscribe button. Definitely help keep the proverbial lights on, as my good friend Dean Shavelson would say. All right, right out of the gates. We're going to kick this thing off. We're going here back to Baltimore. I mean, back to the Baltimore Yankees series. Excuse me. We've got Luis Severino. Luis Severino has a plethora of props available or pick them squares available today that I really like. The one that I'm going to going to talk about on this show is pitching outs. We've got him at 17 pitching outs. And, folks, I, I just I don't think Luis Severino makes it six innings. We've seen his strikeout stuff really decline this season. And I know he's, he's come off all of these injuries, but he's been getting touched up. He's been getting knocked around. His pitch count's been getting run up early. And so I think we see something similar here today. So on the season, we've got Luis Severino, 17.9% K rate on the season. We've got him at a 14.1% K rate to lefties, a 21% K rate to righties. Last 30 days, 70%, 14%, 20%. Pretty much the same. But then we enter left stage. We've got the Baltimore Orioles here. And while Gunnar Henderson may be sitting at a 34% K rate on the season, uh, this man, this is the last 30 days, excuse me. And then we go to the season here, he's at 32%. The thing that I, I know about Baltimore, look at all the power in this lineup. Gunner at 263, Santander at 209, O'Hearn at 217, Mullins 184, Hicks 168. Even Adam Frazier is hitting lefties right now at a 178 clip in terms of his power numbers, in terms of ISO. I don't think Luis Severino makes it past five. I could be wrong. But even still, I don't think he makes it six. I think the Baltimore Orioles are going to be able to knock Luis Severino around today. And I think they're going to be able to get him out of this game. You know, we've really seen Luis Severino struggle. And I do mean struggle recently and most of the season, really. And so I think the way Baltimore is playing, the way they're hitting, I think this is a team – uh, that that's that's on their way to, to a form of greatness here. One of the things that I do like about the Baltimore Orioles versus Severino, the strikeouts aren't really so bad outside of Gunnar Henderson. Everyone else is fairly reasonable. And once again, I already talked about the power numbers. If they start knocking the ball around, runs are going to start being scored. And when the runs start to pile up and you can't get out of certain innings, that definitely weighs on the pitcher's psyche. Really like this opportunity for us. Luis Severino, we've got him at 17 uh, pitching outs. Yes, there's a push option. I'm hoping that we're right yet again. I don't think he makes it past five innings. And so as a result, I'm going to be less than 17 pitching outs 
on the nose. You may be able to get that on Vivid at 17 and a half. I, I haven't been able to check that one yet this morning as I was kind of diving in. But check around. Uh, another thing, too, that I think is, is very uh, uh, intriguing. Underdog has now added a plethora of pitching props. They've added hits. They've added pitching outs. They've added um, – well, they've already all, always had pitch counts. So, so underdog is going to become pretty parallel to prize picks, in my opinion. This is going to be great for us and advantageous for us to continue to increase profits. All right. We're moving to our next one. We're going back out to Los Angeles. And this uh, this series has been good to us already as well. We're going to look at Johan Oviedo. Now, listen, I don't have anything against Mr. Johan Oviedo. We're not going with this strikeout prop. We're going with his hits prop. He's at five and a half, folks. Listen, he's facing the Yankees. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, the, the top of this order. These, these three, they should be a problem. And then we've got some lower strikeout bats that will also make contact, like Peralta and Hayward. Hayward's kind of been my favorite hitter anyway from this team. Old man Jason Hayward just continuing to go out, make good contact, pick up base, uh, pick up singles, doubles, etc. I like this team against Johan Oviedo. I think this is a really good spot for us. Uh, we've seen Johan continue to give up hits. This season, I think a lot of people are going to like the strikeout prop as well. I'm going to side with the hits today. Listen to these hits over the last few games. Some against good teams, some against not so good teams. Against Milwaukee, he gave up nine hits. Against Miami, he gave up six hits. Against the Cubs, back-to-back -back starts, he gave up five and eight. And against the Mets, who weren't hitting anybody, felt like in June, he gave up four hits. And now he's going out into a series with the, the Los Angeles Dodgers at home and we're saying, hey, I think he's going to get knocked around a bit. Here's my projection. I think he's given up six hits in four innings today, four innings or less. I really like this opportunity for us. We look at what he's going to be throwing. Now, here's the thing. He has changed up his pitch mix this season. So he's not throwing the fastball as much as he was, but he's throwing slider, fastball, curveball, mostly. It's mostly what he's throwing, right? So, um, so yeah, he, he's not – throwing the fastball as much as he was in previous years. He's throwing the slider a lot more. And so what we look here, now this team, look, every team is going to have some guys that don't hit slider as well, right? So we look here, 15, 29, 8. But we see the strikeout numbers. We also see the power numbers. So I'm not worried about that. He is still throwing four-seam fastball, right, around 31% of the time. We look at that. We've got great numbers there. And then he's throwing the curveball. Curveball, we'll see a couple guys. We see, we'll see some that can still hit like Freeman, Will Smith, Peralta, etc. I'm not worried about it. Johan Oviedo has been a guy that he's hot or cold. Today, I think he's going to be cold. I think he's going to be giving up hits galore. And in my opinion, uh, this is a fantastic prop to get involved on. And this one you should be able to get on underdog and prize picks. I think this is a great opportunity for us. And Boom Shakalaka made something uh, interesting here. He said, funny how the Dodgers Pirates commentary was saying how Hayward's career was almost over until he came out to the Dodgers. Listen, there's something about getting out of uh, uh, Chicago where it's a little, little windy, a little bit cold. This is like uh, an NBA player going to Miami or the Lakers to kind of finish out their career, or Phoenix. Warmer weather, keeps the muscles a little bit more relaxed, maybe a few more extra activities to get involved in. Uh, so Jason Hayward was definitely turned the corner but all in all this is about mr johan Oviedo, and i think five and a half hits i think he's going to give up six or more 
today. So really like this opportunity. All right, we're going to our next one, and uh, or our last one, rather. And if we got enough time, maybe we'll get a bonus pick in. But as of right now, this is the spot that I really like. I don't think, I, well, I think some in the industry are going to agree. If they're game log watching, they're probably not going to agree with this one. But it's Freddie Peralta, but it's not a strikeout prop. We're going Freddie Peralta. We want 17 and a half pitching outs. We're going to go more than that projection. Uh, I like Freddie Peralta today at home. I think this is a good spot for him uh, facing the Cubs. When we look at the Cubs, we're going to look at uh, the, the opportunities that he's going to have in terms of strikeouts. And so the uh, it looks like I froze up a little bit there, folks. So I'm sorry about that. Hopefully everything's coming back online. I hate when I when I freeze up. But uh, in terms of what he's going to have, he's going to have strikeout opportunities, right? And so for me, what I'm looking at is Peralta's been gradually pitching better after this mid kind of midseason little injury he had there. So on the season, as of right now, 26.1% K rate, 23% to lefties, 29% to righties. Over the past 30 days, 33.6%, 24% to lefties, 45% to righties. Freddie is now starting to get that season number back up to what we're accustomed to between 26 and 28%. So, like, when you look at last season and you see what the strikeout numbers were for him last season, see, 27%, 28% to lefties, 25% to righties. We're getting we're getting closer, right? Things are starting to normalize and get, get a lot closer to what we saw last season season what i'm looking at here is i think the strikeout opportunities are going to be there 22 percent for top one i'm going to talk about the highest strikeout guys 27 percent for suzuki 25 percent for hap 26 percent for morale 21 percent for bellinger 35 percent for wisdom raise the roof thank god patrick wisdom is back in this lineup more strikeouts more easy outs tucker barnhart at 28.2 percent i like this opportunity for peralta because of the strikeout now, once again, he hasn't eclipsed six innings, uh, I don't think, maybe once in the last five games or something like that, but part of that he was hurt. What I'm looking at is the progression of pitching. And what we've seen here is he's progressively getting better since he's come back in June. And so he's done that once against Pittsburgh. Uh, he, he went six innings. I think we get six innings out of him today against this Cubs offense. If you like the strikeout prop, if you can get it anywhere at six and a half, I think you take that opportunity. Uh, I'll have to check around and see where it is. I did get it at six and a half early this morning, but I still think at 17 and a half pitching outs, I think this is a great opportunity for us to get involved. Uh, I did check the bat as well. The bat does have it projected, and I think right at six, six innings. Uh, and I, I checked that after I did my preliminary research. And so, you know, a lot of times I will say this, I won't always agree with the bat. Uh, but typically, when the bat and, and myself agree, uh, this is uh, – it usually ends up being a pretty good day. So I really like this opportunity for us. Once again, that's Freddie Peralta, 17-and-a-half pitching out. We want more than that projection. All right, folks, we're going to go through our recap, and hopefully we come back tomorrow. It's another sweep. So to kick things off, uh, we've got – well, let's just go in reverse. We've got Freddie Peralta, 17 and a half pitching outs. We want more than that projection. We've got Johan Oviedo facing the Dodgers out in L.A., five and a half hits. We want more than that projection. And then we've got Luis Severino at home but facing the Baltimore Orioles. At 17 pitching outs, we want less than that projection. Folks, I'm Chief. 
This has been Taking Your Pick'em. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep yet again. I'll see you tomorrow.